Welcome one and all to Dare to be Better. With Ray and Sid. How are you? I'm rocking. You're always rocking. I know. If you're rocking, I should be rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rocking we'll be like, rolling. We'll be like peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. That's us. <laughs> Who's the peanut butter? <laughs> Don't answer that. <laughs> oh, boy. You're very quick. Because you know if you're not quick, I'm going to give an answer really fast. I might not like it. And nope. And then what are you going to do? Because we always do everything raw. It's, that's all right. We don't go back to fix things. I'm no. so sorry. We probably never will. No. That'll be our legacy. Yeah. It's completely it imperfect. <laughs> Play it where it lands, right? Uh-huh. By the way, the golf courses out here in Vegas, they're all, they're all brown. Yeah, it's the type of grass they have. Oh, it's made for, it's desert grass. Yeah, and, and, you know, it comes back. You know, all the times out here, I've never, like, just noticed the golf courses. You've never noticed the golf courses? Not out here. I'm not looking at the golf courses. Oh, Usually I'm on the strip. I've played or almost every freaking course out here. Really? Yeah. Angel's my favorite. I was at a time. I was at, this is no joke. I had only been playing for eight months mm-hmm. because at the time I was married, he loved to golf. Oh, yeah, so yeah, that's right. He put me in lessons, which was very nice, but I was shooting about 76, 77 from the men's tees within eight months. Wow. Mm-hmm. I had to give up the gig because it was like the mafia. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, I know, this is something I'm working on. I think I've gotten better. I've gotten better. Um, I usually don't like to do anything. If I'm not going to be exceptional at it, right. then I don't want to do it. And so when I started golfing, I played a lot of golf and I took a lot of lessons and there was no freaking way I'm hitting from the women's tees. Mm-mm. That's that's not how I roll. Like, it, however, like however far. Up yeah. Is, so yeah. let's see her drive that little cart down the, you know, halfway down the fairway. Mm, mm, mm. Either I'm going to be able to play from the men's tees or I'm not playing. And yeah, played from the men's tees. I was average about 77. Yeah. Well, speaking of um, people, uh, well, I don't want to mention the mafia because, you know. Oh, shoot. No, that's okay. okay. I, I meant like, I don't, that's uh, okay. Right, but you are Italian. Could you have a talk with them? <laughs> I'm only half Italian. They'll only give me half the time. <laughs> But um, you mentioned um, people that you no longer associate with as far as golf and as far as... Uh, well, you're not married anymore. We know no. that. Mm-mm. Clearly, we know Clearly that. Clearly, we know that. <laughs> yeah, you've, um, you've made mention once or twice <laughs> that that didn't quite work out. They, most of them don't these days, sadly. I know. It's more than half now. You know, I, you know, my friends who asked me, you know, are you for a gay marriage? And this is 13, 15 years ago. Okay. I'm like, of course I am. Why should you people be happy? You can be miserable, just like all of us. <laughs> like the rest of us. It's about time. Speaking of misery, you uh-huh. can join the misery circle. Oh, yeah. You want to get married? Yeah. I can't wait till that first round of all the divorces come in. <laughs> That's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah. I think we just lost like yeah. 80% of our list. I can't even remember what, no, <laughs> what we're supposed to be talking about. I have an email. I got it on tap. Oh, okay. I'm just loosening us up. That's all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're having a blast here in Vegas, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. we did get an email. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than one email this Wait, week. I, wanna, I do want to do a shout out. Can oh, I do a do? shout out? Oh, uh, well, it's your show. 
Oh my gosh. I do want to say that, okay, I don't know what it's called. I don't know the position of what it's called, but wait just a second. The tech Caesar, the guy behind the mic, but it's doing everything. Yeah, engineering for us today. Oh, thank you. The word engineer. Yeah, he's fantastic. <laughs> outstanding. Yes, he is. And th- it's sort of sad in many ways because we're going to get used to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but right. I just had to do a shout out because I think that's part of the beauty well, of being yeah. here. And not having to run the board from here. Yes, mm-hmm. that's a very, very nice feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm usually doing five jobs at once. I know, and I'm doing nothing. <laughs> but you're doing your job. Chatting it up. Yeah, because you're the play-by-play. I'm the color commentator. You have more color than I do. I know. And I know what my lane is, and I stay in it. But I am a person of color. I'm not white, as you can see. No, I'm, not, you... I'm not like your shirt. No, you thank know? goodness. See? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have we offended everybody yet so far? <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> okay. Um, by the 10-minute by, by the mark, we'll have nobody listening. I know. If we're lucky. Okay. But, uh, no, we got an email this week from... I don't know who it was. I don't have the list in front of me. We'll we'll post it on the uh, video. Okay. But it was a good question. It was, how do you recognize an enemy in your camp? Oh, yeah. I read that and I said, that has show written all over it. Wow. I bet Sydney has an idea, too, of how you can recognize a snake in the grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. On your campsite. And, you know, again... Now, it it might not be a snake. I didn't mean to cut you off. It could be somebody who... Well, if you're recognizing the enemy, obviously, it's somebody who maybe you didn't know was an enemy. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Well, I was just going to say this. You know, uh, it brings to mind when I was designing for one of my last firms, and we had this manager, and he and I were great friends. We were very good friends. And... um, he he be, then became the manager. When he became the manager, he had made mention before the manager said, you know, all, with all your design and your ability to sell, blah, 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 we really do quite well with the way you sell because I always sell through the basis of design. And then when he became the manager, didn't like that anymore. He didn't like the program. He didn't want me doing it that way. And then he made it very difficult for me to stay. And the CEO had approached him about putting me in a different position, you know, but unfortunately it would still be in the realm of where he was managing. So he declined. He denied. And it took me a little bit because I was really hurt and um, angry over that. But then, you know how I like to do this, I had to take a step back. And because I felt like he was becoming my enemy, you know, in my camp. And I thought, how come? Why, why would he do this? But life God in the universe sends your gifts, your blessings in all different packages. And often your feathers get ruffled simply because it's the only thing that will move you on. It's the only thing that will push you to something better because we all would sit right in the same gig forever sure. if our feathers were never ruffled. And I would have never met you you're right because it was right before i met you and i don't think that um if he had not ruffled my feathers i wouldn't have been emotionally prepared for you but i was i was hungry obviously it takes a lot of preparation to have to deal with this all the time and yes i apologize for that but i own it Mm -hmm. you know i've come across 
I was trying to think of an instance while you were wrapping that up of an enemy in my camp okay. in any recent um, experiences. I have to go back a ways to really think about it. Obviously, I've been in many bands over the years, mm -hmm. from local bands to national touring bands, worldwide touring bands, and the, sometimes the further up on, often, almost all the time in show business, the further up the chain you go, the more people you start to acquire. Sure. Uh, bigger entourages and, you know, accountants and lawyers and mm -hmm. more people involved in the day-to-day of your business. Right. The more people you acquire, the bigger your chances of picking up snakes in the grass. Sure. So, you'll you hear about this all the time. You know, even the Beatles, the biggest band in the world, you know, they were broken up. Mm -hmm. They've had outside influences. Um, manager, I'm not sure if their manager was so much a, uh, a questionable force, but Yoko Ono gets a lot of the blame for uh, breaking up the Beatles. Okay, know. so here's a question. So that um, enemy, right, that enemy in the camp, do you see uh, the enemy as a downfall, or do you see the enemy in the camp as um, a stepping stone? Well, you don't have to become a casualty of that enemy um eventually you need to step over that person but i guess i don't you know the beatles was just an example that i think everybody can relate to yoko ono becomes vilified for basically breaking up the beatles like she became an enemy in the camp in a lot of mm, people's opinions right. mm -hmm. because they were four guys and they were making albums and they didn't tour they didn't play live all that much but they made great albums obviously and then uh john Divorced Cynthia, his first wife, Julian's mom. Um, met Yoko. Mm -hmm. uh, Yoko is not very appreciated as far as being an artist or a vocalist. Mm -hmm. But more so, she's maligned because basically she's the bitch that broke up the Beatles, in mm -hmm. a lot of people's opinions. It's probably fabricated, it's probably exaggerated, but she showed up. John was no longer paying the same attention to the group. Mm -hmm. I'm sure maybe I don't know was she telling him hey you're better than these guys you don't need these guys um, I think he was the one who quit first okay. it was before they broke up before I was born so mm -hmm. you know the Beatles were really a historical reference to me right right but in my own bands we've gotten a taste of success and you get a manager going your singer he looks good but he, he, he really isn't that great a singer you know, you could do a lot better. Before I give you this contract, you might want to think about replacing him mm -hmm. with somebody who maybe fits the bill a little better. From what, And here's what we're thinking. And they, they'll lay it all out for you. And they start filling your mind with, well, we could do this if we just go this way with this other person. And now, you know, the singer that you grew up with, you know, he's been in your band for four or five years. You know, you were on the, uh, the club circuit together. You were paying your dues together, suffering together. And then you get to the big table, and they're saying, well, we like the three, but he's just not going to fit into, our, pick, into mm -hmm. our plans. That person across the table becomes the enemy in your camp, because now he's infiltrating, and he's telling you, you know, we mm -hmm. have to break up this whole group here, and it causes a, uh, you yeah. know... 
I think those kind of uh, situations can be quite beautiful, though, because it pushes you as a as a band and as an individual to really know where your priorities are, where your loyalties are, right? right? Because if you're really loyal to that vocalist, that lead vocalist, and then you have to get a little strength, you got to stand your ground, you're going to have to be brave, right? And you're going to have to say, sorry, he's part of our band, this is what we do, we do it together. Or... Or is that person another, the enemy in the camp is what I'm talking about. Or is that enemy in the camp a gift in a different way where the first example was that individual's pushing you to find your boundaries, find your character. But now maybe he is also pushing you to determine, well, what is my, what is the purpose? Is it us staying together as a band? Is that our purpose? Or is our purpose growing as our own individual group? What my point is, is that, again, it's about point of view. I don't know that people are necessarily enemies. They can be difficult. But I do think these people who are difficult in your camp cause change and they cause you as an individual to create change. Well, it all depends because when somebody, you know, of that stature mm. deals you that kind of ultimatum and says, you can, you can progress if you do things my way. You know, it could be a record executive. It could be a producer picking you up on a spec deal. Um, but it's going to obviously, you know, sever what you have. And yeah, there have been bands that have st- stuck to their guns and said, no, it's it's us or, or nothing. Daughtry is one of them. Right. Yeah, but you- there are groups, even like the Beatles again, they mm-hmm. dumped, they turned with Pete Best at the last minute and picked up Ringo Starr. Mm-hmm. Somebody had said, you know, he's not going to cut it. You have to get somebody else. It happens mm-hmm. constantly. Okay, so tell me what you think about that. Let's say, because here comes Ringo Starr, right? Mm-hmm. And that quote-unquote enemy in the camp really created something better so is that person so is that person still the enemy in the camp well it all depends i mean it's all about the point of view right? right well we could look at it another way that's a very very valid point when when the band ascends and wins a grammy mm-hmm. and sells a million records and maybe it's who knows what the reasons could be maybe it could be a new wife it could be a new girlfriend Mm -hmm. who uh you know i mean it happens with groups all the time where you've been together five years before you had a record deal and now you know you're three four years into that deal you've been together for a decade just about you start to wear on each other after a while. Mm-hmm. Imagine what you're going to think of me. Oh my years. gosh, that's exciting. I know what you were thinking. That's why I said it. Can I can you see it see in your it eyes. My eyes. I'll be lucky if I last two years with you. <laughs> no, but I wasn't thinking of you. I was I thinking know. you of me because I am the handful. I know that. I know that. She knows that. I know that. Well, you're very patient. You're very kind to me. You you just sort of flow. You, you you're you're great. And so that's was what was going through my head. Well, what's gonna, this oh guy across God. the way gonna what's go? <laughs> I can't do this. I simply can't do this anymore. I keep getting these emails from people, and they're gonna yeah no. It's um. If, Continue you know, on. Yeah. What were we talking about? Well, tacos on the break. No. Basically, this happens a lot 
you know, bands together 10 years, it could be any, it could be in any form of life, but I, I can obviously speak firsthand from, you know, the stage and show business. You start to wear on each other. Mm-hmm. People start to develop egos because now they've got money and they've got success. They start to believe their own hype. How do you, how do you think that is, um, what word am I looking for? Managed. Because um, this is the same thing, whether you're talking about a band, co-host, or teams, marriage, yeah. right? Right. It's all... You have, it's, it's tough because, first of all, you have to be able to see the forest for the trees. You've got to be able to almost, you know, be outside yourself. Like where you're heading is what you're saying. Right. Like the destination. Yeah. You don't always see it because you're just, you're focused here and you can't see you know, even outside yourself, other people, everyone will see it except you. You'll be right. the last one to know in right. a lot of cases. Um, you know, this person's been, um, you know, blowing smoke and filling your ideas, filling your head with all these ideas, mm-hmm. all these negative um, influences. And, you know, after you've sold a million records, 10 million records, you know, everybody thinks, well, well, I'm the reason for the success. Well, you know, maybe I'm the reason for the success. I've been writing the songs. Well, hey, I'm the good-looking one. I'm the one the girls come to see. Um, it just it just happens, you know. And then you get, like I said, that one outside influence going, you don't need these guys. You're so much better. You can go solo. Right, right. You know, and it happens a lot. And, you know, they don't recognize that person as the The long-distance goal. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, and it, it could be just a matter of it's been a long distance, and right, you know, they say, yeah, I've I've given you guys five, ten years. It is time I struck out on yeah. my own. Sometimes my it is time yeah. to to take a different path. Sometimes, but sometimes you do get that person interrupting things. Where mm-hmm. you know, again, it's it's a case by case basis, but um, you know, so you know, this story I don't want to tell, but it, it did come to mind this enemy in the camp right and i do think um obviously the way i see the enemy in the camp is somebody who doesn't have my best interest at heart right right so when you come upon somebody that doesn't have your best interest at heart i think where people get confused is how how do you handle the enemy in the camp I'd like to hear your feedback on that because I have my own thoughts of that. Well, first, like you said, you have to recognize it. Mm-hmm. And then you have to just take inventory and say, hey, do I want a solo career or do I want to you know, stick where I am? It could happen at your job. Hey, you know, your manager's not giving you your due. You, you deserve a raise by now. You should have gotten a promotion by now. You're being held back. Mm-hmm. You know, you should go in there and cause right. a ruckus. Sorry, I'm burning up. Okay. Oh, it's hot in here with the lights. It is. Go ahead. I'm listening. But you just have to be able to, you know, somehow take a fair assessment of it. It's not always easy. Mm-hmm. You have to confide in certain people and, you know, maybe just communicate. Hey, this has been going on. Um, I'm hearing rumblings of these things and this rumor is going around. It's creating a toxic environment. You know, what do you do about this? Mm-hmm. I really think it all begins with recognizing it and then knowing you know which direction you want to go with it right yeah i think again it is um your outlook 
mm-hmm. right? Because everything, my dad used to say to me, it's a problem if you choose it to be a problem or it's not, right? Right. So for me, and obviously as we all, I've run into a lot of quote unquote enemies in the camp, but I really do feel like those quote unquote enemies are some of the greatest gifts given to us because they they do force us to work on communication skills. They force us to manage our frustration and anger. They force us to think just like what you're doing. Is this really where I belong? Mm-hmm. Is this where I should be? And they do um, create opportunity for people to make change because most of us will never make change unless our feathers are ruffled. And so I've just been doing a lot of thinking as we've been sitting here about the enemy in the camp and maybe they're not an enemy. Maybe they're a great blessing if if we're able to look at what the gift is that they're giving us. I guess it all depends on where you are at the time. Like if you're running with a bad crowd and someone says, you shouldn't be hanging with these kids. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not an enemy in your camp, <clears throat> but the kids that you're running with will see you as the enemy in their camp for interfering. Mm-hmm. So you're right, it is relative. Mm-hmm. Um, it really just depends on, I think, what that person is, um, like you said, what's, what is, uh, do they have your best interest in mind? Mm-hmm. Or is it just something that they're going to benefit from as mm-hmm. their personal gain for the person who's you know causing the ruckus right you know leaving the banana peel on the step yeah it, you know it's 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 a tricky thing because i think most of the time people don't realize it you realize know? what the enemy they don't yeah a lot of people don't recognize that this person's been an enemy for years mm. because mm-hmm. they do it slowly a lot of people are very manipulative and they're good at what they do mm-hmm. and if i know you for a long time i know what buttons to push mm-hmm. i can start an argument with you and make it look like it was organic right yeah i mean people are unfortunately they're really good at these things and if they're a true enemy you know then they don't have your best interest in mind obviously but mm-hmm. but some of them are a little snaky i've, sure. I've been with uh somebody in business for years and years and years who said they were on my side and there was nothing ever happened and so it took me a long time to realize that this person in in business didn't have my best interest at heart right and I'm very loyal I I never want to hurt someone if I give you my time or my commitment I want to stay that's right. what I want to do. And that gets a little tricky, too, because I had to get to a point where I had to determine, is this the best place for me? Because right. this individual doesn't have m- my best interest at heart, though I have that person's best interest at heart. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's a group setting, a camp, obviously, mm-hmm. um, I can't say a person who is maybe lazy or maybe isn't doing enough. I can't really see that as being an enemy. To me, it's a proactive um, effort to create a toxic environment. Mm-hmm. And Okay, what if they're not deliberately creating a toxic environment? It might not be deliberate. You're right. Yeah. Um, and in that case... There still could be, quote-unquote, the enemy. I mean, right. if they're not watching out for your best interest. And there are two people then that have to recognize that. 
the person who is causing it and the person who is being affected by it. Yeah, but that person who's causing it may never recognize it. No, they may not. Yeah. And uh, and that person who's receiving it, then that's when they have to choose to make changes, which, again, that's where the gift is, right? Now they're being put in a position to do something about it, to change the path, to change their life, and to um, create the type of life they want instead of taking what's being dished to them. Yeah, yeah. When there's a team and there's a, a chain, you know, they talk about the one week link of the chain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it could be a, a, a rusty link that uh, causes the whole thing to snap. Right. And uh, yeah, it really can just take one, uh, like like the Osmond song, one bad apple, right? Mm. Uh, you know, it's it's such a uh, a wide um, concept. There's a lot of different ways you can be an enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, conscious, unconscious. Um, it could be something malicious, or maybe it's just um, a passive-aggressive thing where, you know, every day you, you pass a comment and um, it has a, a negative effect on somebody. Yeah. You know, that's a very, very uh, subtle way mm-hmm. of being an enemy, but... Yeah, it's hard to wrap my head around because I don't recognize any in my camp right now. I would hope I don't have any. But uh, yeah, I, over the years, I could recognize them. Right. In my camp right now, I don't have any either. But I think this is the difference. You and I are 33. 33 years old, yeah. We're 33 years old. I'm certainly at least that, yes. <laughs> but with time, you know, you as as you that is the beauty of getting older so we have wisdom we have history right. we've learned to problem solve we've learned to recognize these things and clean house cleaning house is highly important sure. you don't in my opinion when you realize you have an enemy in the camp or whatever that we want to call that you're only as strong as your weakest link Right. right. And um, I had to start. I remember my first time cleaning house was at 24 when I re- realized this, this is it. This is it. This is what's surrounding me. And I had that realization that if I wanted to have a more effective life, be more successful in business, all of these things, I needed to really determine who I was circling with because a few of those people I was circling with if we're going to put a title to them, we're enemies in the camp. And um, so I do, I'm a firm believer. That's probably why you and I, and and probably others at our age, you don't have as many enemies in the camp because we're quite clear on who we welcome in to yeah. our camp. One yeah, final point before we go, because we're, we're getting close, but mm-hmm. here, another example, and this is from the other side, um, and you mentioned as your role, do you recognize it? When I was 21, 22 years old, I realized that I was the enemy mm-hmm. in a given camp. Interesting. And had to remove myself, but I recognized it. How old were you? Like 21, 22 years old. I was in a band and I had a manager tell me that I should get out of that band because they were holding me back. And I wasn't, there wasn't the same chemistry anymore. And I told the guys, I was honest with them. I came to them and said, listen, this isn't working out for me anymore. You know, you're not happy with me. I'm not happy with you because we've obviously, you know, gone as far as we could together. Mm -hmm. So I need to remove myself from the situation and you need to get somebody who's going to fit you better. You know, you're my guys and I, you know, 
wish you the best and we'll always you know we'll always be friends as long as you'll have me as a friend but i need to do this because i'm holding you guys back and you were holding them back and they were holding you back because you just didn't mesh i didn't tell them that they were holding me back but i was holding them back it was mutual Mm. and there were some hard feelings about it but eventually you know Mm -hmm. we all forgave each other and uh you know we're still friends today really yeah Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. So anything can be done, right? As far as reconciliation, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you know, you can become allies again when you were once enemies. Yeah. But if you have, that's a great question, by the way. Yeah. So keep them coming. Ray and Sid show at gmail.com. Ray, the word and S Y D show at gmail.com if we read your uh, submission on the air we'll send you something nice from our little gift shop yeah we have some swag you guys should go on our online they'll hear all about it as soon as we uh, clear the air here okay but that's all we've got for now thank you once again for listening yes thank you always remember dare to be better with Ray and Sid toodles later Hey, thanks for checking us out. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to this channel and please tell your friends. We'd also love it if you headed over to daretobebettershow.com for tons of cool photos, extras, and a chance to shop for some sweet show swag. (laughs) Say that five times fast. I can barely say it once. If you keep coming, we'll keep delivering. Thanks again.